This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this weekend on Saturday night after the Capitals-Penguins game to join in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. It's yours, boys and girls and boys. Let's go! Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Capitals podcast. My name is Amy Rothenberger and I am your host. Here's where we rock the red, unleash the fury, and cheer in all caps. Now let's start the show. It is a great day to talk about hockey, and on today's roster, we're going to recap the game that happened between the Caps and the Penguins last night, as well as have a little conversation about the McNugget Minute. But first, the news. Hey, what happened? Yarmir Yager said he does not plan to retire after completing his 33rd professional hockey season Thursday even though the 49-year-old forward said his skills have declined. Quote, I still believe I have it in me. It's all just about working hard and putting more effort. I have to practice harder and avoid gaining weight. You know, I was used to scoring a goal when I wanted to score one. I've been working hard since I was very young to be able to do it, and suddenly I feel it's not possible anymore. Yager, who played in the last played in the NHL for the Calgary Flames, in the 2017-18 season, had an assist for the team that he owns in a 5-2 win in Game 7 of the Chance Liga Final. They won the second-tier league and will be promoted to the top Czech league next season. Quote, the main reason I'm still playing is my responsibility to the club. If I did not have any, I would not be flying around on the ice here, because I'm embarrassing myself there, I can say. Yager scored 12 points in a 19 in 19 regular season games and 10 points in 16 playoff games. He said, quote, I expect much more from myself and I don't have it, but I'm aware that when I leave, many partners will leave the team too. That's why I have no choice. He previously said he planned to play for the team that he owns next season, promising to participate in the series of outdoor games in the Czech Republic which were postponed from December 2020 to December 2021 because of the COVID. Quote, I cannot quit. We have an outdoor game sold out, but honestly, I know I have to be much better. I want to get better to help my team. What I know for sure is that I will do anything possible to help my club. Good for him. I read this article and... It kind of reminded me or gave me some ideas about what might happen down the road with one Alexander Ovechkin. But I think it's still a little too early to think about that. In fact, you know, there are 14 years that separate the two. So we'll see what Ovi does down the line. Speaking of down the line, we're here. The Seattle Kraken have been released. They officially joined the NHL today when they made the final payment of their $650 million expansion fee, which allows them to make trades ahead of the 2021 expansion draft and sign free agents ahead of their debut next season. Our friend Gary said, quote, on behalf of the Board of Governors, I'm delighted to officially welcome the Seattle Kraken to the NHL as our 32nd member club. 
Congratulations to David Bonderman, the Bonderman family, their partners, the entire Seattle Kraken organization, the city of Seattle, and Kraken's fans as the club con- continues on its exciting journey toward puck drop in October. Bonderman, the Kraken majority owner, says this brings the franchise one step closer to their first game next season. Quote, today is another momentous day on the journey to puck drop. I'd like to thank Gary Bettman and the NHL for welcoming us to the league. I also want to thank my partners in our ownership group for their support and our incredible fans who have made their enthusiasm for hockey heard loud and clear since deposit day on March 1st, 2018 through the name reveal and selecting their seats. We have an incredible few months ahead of us as we prepare to welcome our inaugural players and finally take the ice at Climate Pledge Arena. Seattle will have the same expansion draft rules that Vegas did, although Vegas will be exempt from said expansion draft. Boo. Teams can protect seven forwards, three defensemen, and one goalie, or eight skaters and one goalie. We talked about that on a previous podcast about who we think the Capitals might be protecting and who might be up for grabs. The Kraken must select one player from each team. Teams are expected to learn from their experiences from 2017, and they've had time to prepare. Protection lists are due July 17th, but Seattle is still expected to have opportunities because of the NHL salary cap, flat at $81.5 million due to low revenues amid the coronavirus pandemic. Ron Francis said on April 13th it would be interesting to see what teams do with some players, especially restricted free agents with arbitration rights this summer. A lot of teams have some really good young players, he said, whose contracts are coming up, and it's a challenge to find the money to make sure you pay these guys. So we're looking at all these different situations on a lot of different teams and trying to see if there's something there that makes sense for us. Frankly, I think that's part of why our beloved Jack Bub left us. He was a restricted free agent with arbitration rights coming up in the offseason. And why not get something in return for him, i.e. Anthony Manthony, then either let him go as a restricted free agent or let another player go that might be more valuable down the line because you don't have enough money to pay said restricted free agent with arbitration rights. Not a sermon, just a thought. Up next, we're going to talk about what happened between the Capitals and the Penguins last night. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into anyone's life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring Ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece, they are the perfect way to bring light into anyone's life. They are available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Let's talk about this Capitals-Penguins game. Not that I really want to. Although, you know, the Caps lost in overtime. 
and that was bad. But there were a few good things to be found in this game. The Capitals have been doing a whole lot of fighting atop the East Division, and they did some more against the Penguins Thursday night. Justin Schultz, in his first game back from injury, so that's one good thing, kicked off scoring by setting up TJ Oshie for a power play goal. Kasperi Kapanen, one bad thing, tied the score at one after a very bad turnover, a very rare, very bad turnover by one Nicholas Backstrom. In the second period, Frederick Goudreau put Pittsburgh temporarily in the lead until Dmitry Orlov's huge slap shot restored the tie 30 seconds later. Then, who else? Daniel Sprong put the caps up only to have Zach Aston Reese keep it tied after two periods. Capitan's second goal of the game was a stunning rush to give Pittsburgh the lead halfway through the third. And then, with 15 seconds or so left in regulation, Tom Wilson scored from the slot to force overtime. Jake Gensel, however, won it in overtime. The one good thing that did come out of this loss is that there was a point, and that point means that the Caps are going to the postseason. We'll talk about that in a second. The Caps outshot the Pens 37-35, to and the 5-on-5 shot attempt battle was virtually even. Now. Stop me if you've heard this one before. The Caps played the Pittsburgh Penguins and probably should have won by multiple goals, but ended up losing by one in overtime. At one point many years ago, I thought that that was just confirmation bias because I don't like the Penguins and it just seemed to be happening all the time. But no, this stuff happens every season, it seems. The Caps had the better of the scoring chances in all three periods. They could not buy a save when they needed one, which disappoints me greatly because my good boy Vitek Vanacek could have been more of a good boy during that game. Daniel Sprong scored again, and Michael Roffel took a penalty with less than five minutes in the game with the Caps down a goal. Sprong now has four goals in his last three games. Now, when Ovi comes back, there's a winger that's going to have to leave the lineup. Should it be Michael Ruffle or should it be Daniel Sprong? What do you think my answer is, boys and girls and babes? Michael Ruffle needs to go when Ovi comes back. Daniel Sprong has more than earned his spot, and we all know that Lavi's a guy who's all about earning your spot on the roster. Nicholas Backstrom did have a quiet three-assist game, which isn't exactly rare for him, Although, you probably could have given him four assists because of that turnover that we talked about earlier. The Caps still remain in first place in the East Division. They and the Pens both have 69 points. Nice! Due to still having a game in hand on Pittsburgh, which means a better win percentage. A reminder that they played that game without two of their mainstays in John Carlson and Alex Ovechkin. Let's see what we can do about winning a game on Saturday, please. A little bit more good news to add, although not completely good. Ovi and John Carlson both participated in the Caps' optional skate this morning. Ovechkin left after about 15 minutes of drills. He was on the ice for a bit earlier, before the practice as well. Carlson stayed on the ice. Neither are medically cleared yet, and of course... Per Peter Laviolette and his presser, after the skate, 
are still listed as day-to-day -day with lower body injuries. Their status for Saturday's game is still uncertain. Up next, we're going to have a little talk about something called the McNugget Minute. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. In fact, it tastes better than most of the candy bars that I've had lately. And, unlike most candy bars, it has 18 amazing flavors all its own, including nut and non-nut flavors. Things like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, raspberry, banana bread, and double chocolate. All of the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft, they are easy to chew, and best of all, they are good for you. They are high protein, high fiber, low calorie, and low sugar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. If I wanted to place a bet on whether or not the Caps would beat the Penguins in their final game against them in the regular season, I could go to betonline.ag. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. This week has a ton of action on the go. The NFL draft is on, and the Kentucky Derby is back as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams are prepping for their runs to the playoffs. Go to the website right now or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook expert. Okay, folks, I'm just going to come right out and say it. The McNugget Minute is cursed. The Caps are... 0-3-1 when they score during the McNugget Minute. Amy, you might ask, what is a McNugget Minute? Well, for those of you who are Caps fans who don't necessarily watch the local feed of the Caps game whenever it airs, if the Capitals score in the last minute of any period, so... You know, anytime after Wes Johnson or the, the PA announcers yells, one minute, one minute remaining in the period, everybody who's watching and has a McDonald's app gets a free six-piece McNuggets if they order something else the next day. So, you know, it's a nice promotion for McDonald's. Other teams have similar promotions. This is something that's brand new, and it hasn't even been around all season. Like, it's come up maybe sometime in mid to late March and has been going since then. But I present my evidence. The Caps 8-4 loss to the New York Islanders. John Carlson scores at 19-01 in the second. The 5-2 loss to Buffalo. Orlov scores at 19-37 in the first. The 6-3 loss to Boston. Timothy Jimothy Oshie scores at 19.50 in the first. And last night's overtime loss to Pittsburgh, Tom Wilson was a hero, albeit very briefly. When he tied it up, 
at 19:45 in the third and took the game to overtime. He also secured a playoff spot for the Caps, but it was a loss all the same. So, every time somebody scores during the McNugget minute, everybody yells, "Yay, free nugs!" and gets all excited and ooh 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 the McNugget minute. And Joe B and Locker talk about the McNugget minute, but every time Someone scores during the McNugget Minute. Guess what happens? We lose. And in fact, when I was watching the game last night, I thought, Oh my God, it's a McNugget Minute goal. Oh my God, he tied it up. We're going to lose this game. Now, that might be due to my, you know, excellent years and years of training as a Capitals fan to always expect the worst. But, I mean, there's some pretty solid evidence there. It is still a relatively small sample size, but I think those were all of the Caps' losses in April, and they were all McNugget Minute score games. So, I know McDonald's probably won't like me for this, if they listen. And you might not probably like me for this, because, you know, who doesn't want free nuggets? But, at what cost? I ask you, at what cost free nuggets, if that means the Capitals lose? What happens? If there's a score in the McNugget Minute during the playoffs, what happens if there's a score in the McNugget Minute during a Game 7? Heaven forbid. I'm just saying, some thought should put, be put into the praise of the McNugget Minute now that we've seen what the results could be and have been since the birth of the McNugget Minute for the Washington Capitals. With that said, I will be back next time to talk about... What happens in the last game between the Capitals and the Penguins for the regular season, as well as any other Caps news and news from around hockey that is fit to talk about. Until then, be sure to rock the red, unleash the fury, and cheer in all caps. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you just listened to, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast so that you don't miss an episode, and you can help others discover it and join our community. Follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOnCaps. Follow me on Twitter at Amy Rothenberger. Like and follow the podcast on Facebook at LockedOnCapitals. I also have another hockey podcast where I swear and yell a lot with my friend Julie. It doesn't happen daily or even weekly. You can find it on Twitter at PuckerUpPodcast. Our outro music is written and performed by Peter Hassett. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.